yeah, so it's nice to be on top of things instead of having it be on top of me. <laughs> Sexual. <laughs> I was getting fucked by my passions. <laughs> and that's not as nice as it sounds. <laughs> oh, that's hardly nice at all. No, I'm fucking my passions. <laughs> Stay still, passions. You don't even have to move. Oh, you sound like T-Pain. As T-Pain would say. <laughs> God. Ugh, I don't like this. Welcome to Think Outside the Box Set. It's a podcast about learning to appreciate an artist's back catalog. I'm Nathan Hunt. And I'm Cameron DeWitt. And And I thought this was YouTube's. You, what? You tricked me. What? You thought it was YouTube's? I thought it was a YouTube's. What are you talking about? You said it was a podcast. Oh, I didn't know this whole time. <laughs> Is that supposed to be a joke? I didn't agree to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's supposed to be one. Well, <laughs> click, that landed click. like a lead turd. <laughs> <laughs> click, click, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> So Let's start over again. <laughs> blah, 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 podcast, blah, blah, uh, T-Pain. Uh, for those of you who this is your first time listening, may I recommend Sorry. not starting here? <laughs> uh, but we are going through all of T-Pain's albums and a few of his mixtapes. And tonight we listen to Stoic by T-Pain. 2011? It, 2012. second mixtape? Yeah. Or the second mixtape that's in Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a few more that we did not listen to. Uh, I'm just going to jump to my overall impression real quick. I like this one better than the other one. Yeah, me too. Than uh, Prevolver. Yeah. I mean... There's a lot less offensive stuff in it. Yeah. And uh, I like the character of T-Pain a lot more in it. Mm, Really? I feel like he has his most offensive song on this one, and it's really not great. Not a fan of it. Which one is that? It is Monster Mesh. Hang up. Is it Monster Mesh? <laughs> Monster Mesh. Monster uh, Mesh. It's possible that I wasn't paying attention during Hang Ups. It is at the end of the album slash mixtape. So who can honestly pay attention that long? You know. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. This mixtape is an hour and twenty six minutes, I believe. So that's not great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's quite long. Yes. Um. 2012 Cameron okay do you can you do you have more things to fill us in on the background of of this mixtape uh just a just a couple a couple quotes from T-Pain uh he says um he's talking about how many different genres there are and he says it's basically an outlet for me making a mixtape uh and it's so many different genres of music on this mixtape it's crazy this is a collection of kinds of things that it's happening in my head, and I'm not going to show any remorse for putting all these genres together and just really hurting the world. So, not very defensive, <laughs> I'm not though. trying to make an urban mixtape. I'm not trying to make a pop mixtape. I'm making a T-Pain mixtape. Wow, so deep. So, there you go. I didn't think that it was, like, that eclectic. Um, he does... Like, or any more than he normally is. Well, I don't know. He expands in some new directions. That's pretty cool. Like... He has a soul song on here. Yeah, but there was never it was it's not like Garth. 
you know, like there, mm. there were never any moments, I guess the soul song that's in six, eight time, I sort mm-hmm. of felt like, oh, that's a different direction. But other than that, I felt like it was really cohesive. Okay. And that I didn't mind. Yeah. I liked it a lot. So. Yeah, that was a good song. Also, it's a soul song uh, with autotune, which is yes, very interesting. It, yes. And it kind of worked. Yeah. I was into it. Another quick quote. Another quick quote. Uh, the mixtape is called Stoic. That means a person that's able to take great amounts of pain without showing emotion. It's pretty much everything I'm trying to do, however I want to do it. This is just total freedom for me right now. He talks so much like uh, early Alanis. Like, it's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think it's weird that um, he's like committing to not showing emotion i think that's like a weird thing to admit and to be proud of yeah i don't know like yeah i don't know what what t-pain is doing and like what his whole thing with that is um but i have a question for you can you tell me the story of stoicville of what stoicville as in the word stoic and the suffix ville as in village or town no is that where the word stoic comes from Damn it, I was hoping you could unravel this mystery for me because um, I was doing some internet-based research for these songs and this mixtape, and I stumbled upon a, a little website that uh, I think it was um, utub.com or something. Utubs. <laughs> um, and I found, I found a song that was called Stoicville, and I was like, oh, what's this? You were, bra- you were browsing through all the tubs. Yes, I was browsing. Clawfoot uh, tubs. Yeah. Uh, tubzone.geocities slash yahoo.myspace. That's my, that's my favorite one. Look at the ceramic on that tub. Yeah. My homepage, of course, God at damn. Nathan's Tubs uh, foot fetish <laughs> dot com. Uh, you know, those claw feet. Claw feet fetish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty good stuff. Um, no, I so I, I I happened upon a song called Stoicville, and I was like, oh, what's this? And I plugged that into another website. Um, I think it's called Goggles dot com or something. Um, and it's it's goggles because it's it's they're like they're like lenses that allow you to see the rest of the internet. Although mm. probably binoculars would have been a better choice for their title. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to call Why didn't them up. you just ask your, your good friend Jeeves? Oh, well, Jeeves and I have been on the outs and, uh, I've, I've banished him to the scullery cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> he got a little too amorous with some of the, uh, with some of the scullery maids. So I was like, yeah. well, you can live he's with such them. A, he's such a Yahoo. <laughs> Didn't Yahoo buy Ask Jeeves? I don't. Remember. They binged him. Yeah. So uh, all the all the search search uh, engines. Um, binged him right in the edge. <laughs> What's edge? Is that another one? Oh, that's just a browser. Sorry. Oh yeah. Come on, man. That's when uh, Microsoft Explorer tried to pretend that they weren't Microsoft Explorer for oh, a second. Oh, gross. <laughs> and so they and then they were like, duck, duck, off we go to the search results. Um. That's my preferred search engine of choice, by the way. DuckDuckGo. Pretty good stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I really like that you can hmm. give them a, an exclamation mark, a bang operator, and then give it a little like uh, place to search. So if you're like exclamation mark W space type your search, that will search Wikipedia for whatever you're searching for. So you don't have to like oh, go to Wikipedia directly and then open up their search box. You can just type it right into the address bar. 
Um, but all that is neither here nor there because I stumbled across goggle.com Stoicville. Um, it's mentioned on T-Pain's main Wikipedia article. It says, on April 1st, 2013, after the announcement of T-Pain cutting off his signature dreads, he announced the title of his fifth studio album, then entitled Stoicville the Phoenix, stating, quote, to me, a phoenix represents new beginnings, a new era, a new life. I'm rising from the ashes. Also to everyone. What? <laughs> also to everyone. That's what it represents. Oh, yes. That's the main <laughs> metaphor for it. That is... Main metaphorical application. Yeah, sure. it's not even yes. a metaphor in this case. It's like... It's like e- yeah, it's like this phrase applies even less than it usually does, rising from the ashes, because it's, it's not even a metaphor. It's like, that's literally what it does. Uh, congratulations, you hit upon the origin <laughs> of this phrase. Great. Um, but... I think this mixtape was meant as an intro to an album that never was. I think that might be what happened, but I, I, I can't figure out what happened to this Stoicville album. Did he just abandon it? Hmm. There's like a whole New York Times article talking about like T-Pain living in Stoicville and what that word means to him and like all this stuff. So I was hoping you had dug up some more stuff. Nope. Nope. I was just mostly... Uh, really discouraged at how long this album was because I had allotted a certain amount of time before I had to teach my banjo lessons and it wasn't quite enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had just enough time to listen to the songs and then right before we recorded, I uh, looked up a couple quotes and that's what that's what I did. Great. And I helped. And you Stoicville. Helped. All right. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on there. Um, it does seem like T-Pain... I don't know. He's kind of like, I feel like he's kind of in decline and he's getting kind of angry and bitter at the world. And like the, the best strategy he can muster is to just not show emotion and sort of, I don't know if he's like repressing it or what, like he's being stoic. Um, but apparently he just like abandons an album around this time. People make him a punchline and like, you know, so like, uh, auto tune, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. I feel yeah, kind of sorry I, for the dude. Yeah, I feel sorry for him, but I wish he wasn't such a. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of like a an okay word to use. A little <laughs> baby bitch. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, a, the big fat p- pussy. <laughs> Welcome to Toxic Masculinity. Um, it's a podcast where we make fun of other men for having emotions. It's all. It's all podcasts. It's every Speaking podcast. Speaking of uh, toxic masculinity, um, Seeing White has a has a new series. I don't know if you've been listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called It's called Dick Move. Wait, that's not that's not Seeing White. That was like Seeing White was a series in this other podcast. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's in the same uh, spirit as Seeing White. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, like it's the same radio. format. Seen on radio, S-C-E-N-E. They did their Seeing White series, turning the lens on uh, whiteness, and it's um, uh, everything about it and how it got made and how it's perpetuated, and they're doing the same thing for um, masculinity. That's great. I'm downloading it right now. Great. Bros, dudes. So everyone, everyone uh, I don't know how many men listen to our show, but... Uh, <laughs> probably probably um, very few. I'm sure it's almost all women. <laughs> I feel like we, the the kind of demographic, the kind of audience we would attract would not be just, you know, 
nerdy white dudes on the internet. No, it's, it's probably a very diver, diverse panoply of women and non-binary yeah. people. You know, the internet yeah, is, is filled with all kinds of uh, non-men who are just having a great time, totally unharassed everywhere. It's And yeah. the internet is a yeah, totally defin- non-hostile place for non-men. Yeah, and definitely not the only women who... Um uh, have reached out about the show have been people that we personally know. So <laughs> definitely that has happened. <laughs> yep. Oh dear. Um, listeners hit us up if you're a lady. <laughs> yeah. Hey ladies, hit us up. <laughs> hit us up. Does that help? <laughs> Correct us. Okay. Uh, hit, hit us physically. Are we going to, are we going to take a break from being awful towards women to talk about T-Pain being awful towards women? Uh yeah. He he doesn't do it quite as bad on this one as he does for some other on some other no. mixtapes and or albums. Um not your worst work. No, it's really not. We should send him a fan letter saying that. T Pain Stoic is not your worst work. Do you wanna <laughs> Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> we should do you wanna, ooh, we um, should we should send fan letters to the artists that we cover and just be extremely frank with them and tell them like what our experience of listening to their music has been. Interesting. Yeah, they would definitely appreciate that. <laughs> Especially defensive people like T-Pain. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, T-Pain still so wants to fragile. fuck cars. He, yeah, he sure does. <laughs> there's less Bugattis and, yeah. and Lax yep. in this. But there are, there's a non-zero amount of both of those. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, should, uh, should we start with like um, best and worst... Uh, lyrical moments like we did last time sure although I didn't like damn it I didn't uh, didn't organize my notes in a way that's conducive to that very well oh man I'm so conducive well how about I get started and you can sort of how about uh, you conduct first yeah alright so um, let's uh, let's talk about some uh, worst musical no let's start with best so here's I haven't necessarily decided, but... Um, <laughs> I'm sick of your double talk. Well, on the other hand... <laughs> uh, so, right right off the bat with the, uh, with the song The Champ, um, mm-hmm. there is a, uh, a, very, a very crude lyric that uh, I thought was very funny. <laughs> uh, do you want to do the one that's... Uh, uh, the one about him being ambidextrous? Oh, yes. Follow me! Follow me! Ring, ring to your dome, bitch, I'm coming with a two-piece. I'm ever dexterous, playing with two coochies. I love it, yes, I love it. <laughs> He's playing with two coochies. He's playing with two coochies. Those are those, like, uh, those, like, fluffy little uh, plastic balls that you play with when you're a kid, right? Uh, oh, like a uh, coosh balls? That's what I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what uh, Rosie O'Donnell got famous for. What? You know, hey, Rosie what? O'Donnell's coochies. <laughs> Whoa, you just took like five leaps forward in the, and you did not bring me along with you. What? On Rosie O'Donnell's show, she had the koosh balls and she would like fling them into her audience. That was like her thing for a while. Really? Hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, well. That must be what he's talking about. He's <laughs> He must be saying that he has two koosh ball launchers he, and then he's like launching them both at the same time. He just time. got real lucky he's at Rosie O'Donnell's show. <laughs> Uh, uh, so I used to have a guinea pig that I named uh, Kushi. Did you? Did I... <laughs> that is not a joke. 
<laughs> I'm trying to think of like I want to say yes and to this, but I don't even know how. <laughs> I was I was a dumb, sheltered little kid who was weird, and I didn't understand anything about slang. And I was like, oh, that that hairy, like long-haired guinea pig looks like a koosh ball. So I'm going to call it kushi. <laughs> That's what a sh sound, that makes not me a think ch- of A kushi, not a coochie. It makes me think of all the people um, who like 15 years ago or whatever came up with uh, email addresses that had the number 69 in it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like not necessarily on purpose. Re- you think that was not necessarily on purpose, really? I mean, there was like... <laughs> Okay, I know one person very, very well who who had uh, uh, who had sixty nine in their email address. Uh, <laughs> I, who shall not be named? Was their birthday in nineteen sixty nine? No. Oh, okay. All right. Um. So now you pig now you say a good lyrical moment. What? Now you say a good lyrical moment. Oh yes. Um. Well, as long as we're talking about this song, I kind of like the one. Well, there's two moments right next to each other. One is extremely bad and nasty, and one of them is actually pretty fun. So this is, let's see, where is it? Who said, yeah. So this is T-Pain. Tadism also shows up, and he's a real piece of shit. Yeah, he is. Um, so he says, I'll just have T-Pain deliver it for you so you can listen to him deliver it. Take that slut home. We going in. There it is. So that's it's a real good. Shyamalan. Yep. So I really dislike the lines. He says, so want to ball out and get your fuck on, go all out, take that slut home. So yeah, I just fucking hate people when they use that word. That is not a great yeah. word and uh, is really shaming and terrible. So especially in like in this context, like fucking T-Pain is sometimes extremely sex positive and just like celebratory but sometimes he's just like super shitty yeah. because of sexism. And, um, he, and he definitely, he doesn't really ever turn the lens on himself for no. like, at least the character that he plays is a total slut. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, I mean? totally. Constantly he, cheating. He, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's not, not super fun to listen to, but I do yep. appreciate that he got very vulnerable and just sort of admitted that, uh, um, he was receiving prostate simul- uh, stimulation <laughs> from this woman. We going in, we going off. She on her knees. I turn and cough. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's funny. Is that necessarily prostate Especially stimulation? With like, I mean, that's uh, sometimes it's when someone is handling your balls. They ask you to turn and cough, right? Oh, is it? Doctors, lawyers, just general people. <laughs> uh. When someone is handling your balls, they can be like turn and cough. Is that right? No, I think I think you're totally right. I don't know why you would. Honestly, I don't know why you would cough with someone's balls in your hand. Uh, I think they're feeling uh, something about like um, the channel of the testicles. So you, I don't know, make sure you don't have a hernia or something. Yeah. Huh. All right. I don't know. So that's just my guess. Uh, well, next time we're <laughs> in the same city doctors, at the same time, wait, we'll. You're gonna take take turns my balls. holding each other's balls and turning and coughing <laughs> just to see what it's like. You know, it's it'd be nice notes. to be on the other end of that. <laughs> what does that feel like for the doctor? You know, just curious. Doctor, when's the part where you cough in my balls? 
<laughs> it's that part where I'm you confused. grab one of my balls and you turn and cough on them. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you're at the uh, doctor and, good for and your balls he or she system. is like, turn and cough. You're like, no, you turn and cough. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so Tate-ism, um, to finish off what I have about this song, another bad lyrical moment, Tate-ism shows up, and he's a piece of shit. He says, bitch, I don't play games, what the fuck you think I'm about? I'd be chilling with my N-words. Oh, God, we all on that bud ice, trigger warning here. Uh, fuck around if you want to, get hit in the head with that bud ice. So, he so is So, is he just rhyming bud ice with bud ice there? Yeah, I think, like, uh, Budweiser ice, he's drinking it. And then get hit in the head with that bud ice. And I think, I don't know if that's like um, buds as in buddies and ice as in diamonds or something. I think he's trying to make a pun and like use bud ice in a different way. Or he's literally just threatening to hit this woman with the cans of bud ice. Oh. Either way, he's threatening her. I didn't realize that's what he was. I guess I I wasn't really listening. Um, Yep. Hmm. (laughs) I wonder how often that's going to happen this episode. Yeah. Unless he means get hit in the head like you're getting high off of Bud Ice, and ice can be a slang for is it meth? Is he doing meth? So wait, he's either he's either Ugh. doing meth or physically threatening this woman. So both both good options. Uh, Great job, Tateism. Yeah, I guess I know which one I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah. Do you want to talk about the song Ain't That a Bitch? Sure. Yeah, I have. Because there's some good and bad moments in this one. So my question is, why is this song not called Black Bill Gates? Because that's a way better title. Yeah. Nappy block. <laughs> yeah. These niggas trying to be the Black Bill Gates. Gates. But what they can't see is Bill Gates trying to be the white version of me. Ain't that a bitch? Uh, ain't that a bitch? Ain't that a bitch? Ain't that a bitch? I guess they just mean being rich, but yeah. it just seems it it just seems so blatantly um, uh, exaggerated. Yeah, that it. I mean, yeah, it doesn't. It, you don't. I mean, it's impossible to believe to say that Bill Gates is trying to be the white version of me. It's like, dude, he was the richest man on earth when you was still in diaper drawers. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a weird it's it's just the it's a boast that's so clearly and blatantly untrue that it <laughs> I mean obviously he thinks that it's untrue but I yeah, it just sort of loses all meaning. Yeah. Um there's there's not necessarily any irony to be gained yeah, there. I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like it's like a weird lie brag for no reason (laughs) Mm -hmm. but i mean it would be a much better title if that's what the title of the song was yeah black bill gates yeah i mean isn't there um there's like some kanye song that has like a similar title structure i don't know um but yeah it it would be a better title and it would be a lot more memorable um yeah i don't know this song's yeah there are some kanye style lyrics these n-words trying to wait we just read those never mind those do sound like a con those do sound like kanye lyrics when he says that bill gates is trying to be the white version of me i could hear, yeah. feel like kanye would say that and then immediately talk about how he is a god right <laughs> uh do you want to play these uh i kind of like these lyrics about um 
him having a hall pass. Oh, wait, you did did you ask me to get a sample of that? Uh-huh. Oh shit. Really? I could just read it. Yeah. I don't have a I don't think I do. Cuz I mean I have the choir well, that you asked for unless it's like man. Oh, interesting. Maybe I just didn't make it into the slack. Yeah, I don't see well, that. He's I got, see he, the one for ain't that a bitch. Yeah. He's uh he's got a lyric that says um I'm the dean. I got a permanent hall pass, so when you see me in the hall, you better haul ass. I don't like that. You don't especially, like that? No, especially because he it comes immediately after the lines, follow me, bitch, I'm all that. You gotta be kidding that big dog with that small cat. Ugh, that's like creepy and predatory and like, uh, I don't like that. It feels like sexually threatening and then he immediately follows that up where he's like i'm in a position of power and authority in a school and you're like a schoolgirl. i'm the dean i got a permanent hall um, pass so i like, thought it was uh. see i don't know when to like actually listen to the words that he says or just like be like <laughs> oh each of these couplets are like disconnected and don't have anything to do with you mm. know oh this is just a bragging you know kind of like performative aggression like generic uh, actually, aggression. That's a good point because the lines immediately before that are no matter how I got to get it, even robbery, it's black mask on you motherfuckers like it's Halloween. So it's like, yeah, those are totally disconnected. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, um, maybe we should talk about the best musical moment. I think this is one of the best musical moments, the uh, T-Pain choir in this song. Yeah. It's sort of like a, and there's like a kind of daft punky kind of moment in it. Yeah. These niggas trying to be yeah. black Bill Gates But what they can't see is Bill Gates Trying to be the white version of me Ain't that a bitch? Ain't that a bitch? Ain't that a bitch? Man, I just want to get rich and I can see my niggas Oh, when I said Daft Punk, uh, I meant that was on an, another song I totally forgot, I just wrote my note in the wrong place I like that T-Pain Now who's the Daft Punk? Mm, I'm... Mm. <laughs> You're pretty daft, punk. Uh, hey, John. <laughs> Paul? Which one are you? Yeah, I am. It's John McCartney. Ringo? John McCartney. Paul <laughs> 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 McCartney. I wrote, I wrote a song called Hey, Judah. I was in a band called Wangs. <laughs> uh, bye, John. John McCartney, bye. everybody. I just, I just sort of get quiet until he leaves. <laughs> just assume that the, he just assumes that the uh, the call got lost. I just get so starstruck. <laughs> Yeah, but that, you know, like, as, as if you stumbled across the uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame star that says John McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the song Breakup. Let's just skip ahead to that one. What do you think hmm. of this song? I've got this sound sample for it. Uh, yeah, I kind of like this song. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So basically, T-Pain is having this affair with this woman um, who's is having he? an affair with him. Is he? What, or, what makes you think that? Well, it seems like she's she's dating someone else or married to someone else or something. And uh, she's like having uh, a fight with this person on the phone, um, like while she's over at his place, right? Um, maybe. I mean, he could just be like friends with these people. I mean, I feel like it's a little well, bit. Well, he says, okay, he says, baby, wake up, girl, your phone been going crazy. So he's like around her while she's sleeping. Oh, mm, I guess. Uh, and then, and then, uh, yeah, let her go, let her go. She'd be with me. She didn't worry about you. I guess he's saying like sort of conditional there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So until until you just convinced me that this was a woman who was cheating with T-Pain on this other person, I thought it was just like T-Pain being a concerned friend of these people and being like, yeah, it would be better for you to more healthy if you would just break up already. And I thought that was a really interesting viewpoint to write a song from. But right. instead, if it's like a if it's like a possessive, um, I want her, and you should just you know uh, void your claim so that this woman can be my property. Like that's not yeah. as interesting of a song to say the least. No, I I would like it more if it was like what you said. Yeah. Uh, no, it's definitely he, they're definitely together. I mean, right here this quatrain i've been sitting here watching her get stressed out because you've been claiming that she was cheating on you man and if you think about it you really pushed her to do what she do that's a shitty thing to say if you're the cheat e wait is is the person being cheated on the cheaty or is the person being cheated with (laughs) the cheaty um the cheaty is the person being cheated on ah because they're the fastest yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite genre of porn, Chester Chi <laughs> They're just covered in uh flavor dust. Yeah, it's it's just a <laughs> it's just a, a cuckold who gets dressed up in a big uh yellow costume covered in cheese dust. <laughs> Rule thirty four. Uh, I can't finish exists. without it. <laughs> <laughs> I just need one more bump of that sweet, sweet dust. So they're I guess, yeah, they're together, and I appreciate that he's he's just, like, he wants these people to, like, he's just sort of feeling impatient, and he's just like, ah, man, you guys should break up. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, obviously, it's over. Yeah, I don't think he's necessarily super caring. Yeah. But um, I think he's just um, feeling sort of impatient about it, and, like, man, what are these people, like, why are they holding on? Like, just from the outside perspective, it's like, just pull a plug. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. So, um, I I guess I prefer that attitude, this sort of, like, dry, realistic response. Mm-hmm. It feels very believable from a T-Pain character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I prefer that over, like, you know, I'm with your girl, and making her come, or whatever yeah. he would rap about. You know, yep. so I like yeah. that he's not being braggadocious about it. So that is that is good. Yeah, it's not as bad as it could have been. So good job, T Pain. <laughs> Raves Nathan Hunt. Yes, we'll quite. include that in our letter. Yeah, <laughs> dearest T Pain, can I call you T Pain, dear Mister Tallahassee Pain? All right. Um. So there's some good opening lines on this song called. The song is called Blapper. It's 
It's really called <laughs> Blapper, which is extremely weird. Um, the chorus kind of Song's explains really weird. it. So that kind of explains it, sort of? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a very weird song about how good this music is. But I do really appreciate the opening lines, which go like this. I keep seeing niggas trying to be my duplicate. Run around acting like they be the poop and shit. Like they made a new poop and shit. To rhyme with duplicates. Very good. I'm very into that. My my son would appreciate that lyric. <laughs> yeah. Right now, whenever he gets uh, like a little bit irritated, he just goes, poopy. <laughs> I did the same thing. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> Wait, is he just announcing that he shat himself? No, he's just like, if he's kind of irritated about something, uh, he'll just he, say poopy really loud. Irritation, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I like those opening lines, but we have a bunch more moments in this song to talk about. What did you like? Um. Yeah, there's like some pretty good flow. Um. The one, uh, trying to look at my example here. Which one is it? Is it the prank one? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So put this in your speaker box. Call it an old school prank, cause it's nigger knocks. We rapper from the bay to the A to the K to the C. It's a blapper with a capital B. It's right here when it's wrong. Yeah, I like the, I like the phrasing there. And I also, I appreciate this, like, it seems to be like it's like an, intentional nerdiness in its delivery mm-hmm. like leaning leaning into the r's and like kind of over pronouncing words kind of like i don't remember if he actually talks like this but it sounds like they're trying to talk like carlton from uh, fresh prince of bel-air oh, i was gonna say uh, dave Chappelle's white guy voice oh yeah totally yeah yeah uh i think that's kind of fun yeah i kind of I like that voice mm. <laughs> and i think that's the only thing that gets the uh, chorus of the explanation of what a blapper is. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the only thing that justifies it. <laughs> it's a blapper with a capital B. I still don't know what that means. Um, I like this, this little weird minute from, uh, is it Tech 9? I, I think T Pain's up in the mix though, too. Just this weird, like little, <laughs> little like fanfare <Yeah>. moment. <laughs> He's doing like a weird mouth. Very trumpet. obnoxious on purpose. Yeah, it's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess we're calling songs blappers from now on if they're good. I guess. I mean, I I just got this up. is a blapper. <laughs> I just got up with the current slang of calling something the clap or the slap or whatever it is. Um, so this I is the flap. <laughs> this is a plap. This is a. I don't have any more. Fap. This is a fap. Ah, but then there's no else. Never mind. Um, slap. What else you want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about the. 
one of the best or worst uh, lyrical moments, um, depending on your perspective. It's definitely the f- uh, one of the funniest. Uh, uh, it's from Don't You Quit mm, uh, about the girl's oh, ass. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, I think this no. is supposed to be positive. <laughs> it's supposed to be, I guess. It's like, how do we keep coming back to baby play? <laughs> like, over and over again. It's like basically you know, what our show's about. Uh, the, the, Adults wearing diapers. I'm going to quote a great sexy. inspirational figure that the arc of history is long, but it bends toward adult baby play. <laughs> Cameron, the universe just like aligns in a certain way. I guess you could call it destiny, but you know, uh, it's it's just it just you know it, it's meant to happen. Um, if you uh, if you want to process your um, childhood trauma through uh, your own sexuality, first you have to create the universe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Very cosmos. I believe Carl Carl Sagan once said. <laughs> mm-hmm. You must be the adult baby play you wish to see in this world. <laughs> I do that every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ask not Implicitly. what adult baby play your country can do for you. <laughs> Ask which diapers you can do for your country. Get it? Do? Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, so in case you, you missed the uh, enunciation, the phrasing of that line... T-Pain says, girl, that ass so fat from the back, it looks like you got on two Depends, as in Depends, yep. the brand of adult diaper. So I think he means that as a compliment, sort of. It's a very strange yeah, I thing think, to say to somebody, either yeah, it's as a, a compliment really... or an insult. <laughs> I guess it's probably a neg. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. If anything. Yeah. It's like... It's either well, it's either infantilizing or what's the what's the uh, elderly version of infantilizing? Senior senioritizing, <laughs> uh, el- elderlizing. Yeah. Um, there's another moment from "Don't You Quit" that uh, I like really, really well. Uh, it's the pet, pet, pet. <laughs> oh yes, I think it's this one. That's that shit. That's that shit. Keep doing that. Doing that. Let me put my hands on it. Is he is he just patting her little bottom to see if if she's wet her diaper or something? What's happening? Gosh. <laughs> uh, also, there's like a really fun um, musical clearing of his of his throat uh, a little later on. Yes. It's a good moment. Let me clear <clears throat> my throat. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like a fun it's like a fun song on on purpose, which yeah. I appreciate. I wonder, Cameron, you know that you know the the phrase ratchet, right? Uh, yeah, it's like janky, yeah, right? It's janky essentially. Um, but he drops it a couple times on this album, and I wonder if he if either it's new slang at this time or if he just learned it or what. Oh yeah, that part too is good. Tough acting tenactin in. He just adds a little extra syllable. Tenac- yeah. <laughs> Psychopathic. 
Yes, exactly. Why, why are you talking about new slang? Ratchet. Because he talks... Is that who we're talking... He, he drops that word a couple times in this album, and I wonder if he either just learned it or if it's new slang or what. I thought you were trying to convince me that uh, T-Pain did a The Shins cover, and I was oh. like, that sounds like a bad idea. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, would, I, I would withhold judgment until I hear what he did with it, you know? Yeah, he could be. Could Maybe be he could do that at a tiny desk concert and go viral again. Yep. People would eat that shit that up. Speaking of new slang, oh, here we go. To go back to the song Blapper, because we just can't we just can't escape it. It's like a, a, a blap yeah. hole pulling us in. Um, <laughs> I looked up Blapper on Urban Dictionary, hmm. and there are a number of definitions from which to choose. So the number one is like some sort of character on the MMMORPG City of Heroes, which I only know about because um, Monster Factory played Knife Dad in that game, I believe. (laughs) That was a pretty good episode. Um, The number two definition is the handy thing you use to change the channel on the TV. And the quote to illustrate it is, yo, Mike, this show sucks. Pass me the blapper. There you go. Um, number three is a convenient and easy way to signify a black rapper without directly pointing out the fact that he or she is black, which <laughs> is a little suspect to me. That seems, that seems normal, wrong and bad. Yes. <laughs> uh, number four is a large breast. One that is particularly pendulous, especially those whose nipples point <laughs> fully downwards. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that. (laughs) And then number five, a female's vagina slash sex drive. So that's, those are two pretty different things, like a physical organ versus an abstract concept of the sex drive. Yeah, versus a TV remote. (laughs) Yeah. But then finally, number six, diarrhea, Hershey squirts, or the runs. That sounds black. Because that's onomatopoeic. (laughs) <laughs> for you maybe <laughs> you never had a blap huh? how dare you I was just very vulnerable it's more of a sploosh for me blaps. <laughs> it's either a splaunch or a splooch or a cushy. Um <laughs> so should we talk about the worst musical moment uh, oh let me see if T-Pain I can... oh, decides yes, yes, to yes. I know what it is yes T- do you? I think so. Yeah. Uh, T Pain decides to make a like a Blink One Eighty Two song. Yeah, he does. Like a Fall Out Boy song. And this is the one that comes right after Blapper, which is like a just sort of very much like a, an anthemic sort of hip hop song. And this one is like yeah. fucking Blink One Eighty Two. Sounds like Owl City or whatever. Ugh, <laughs> it's <gross>. just like. <laughs> oh, but the the part that <sighs> you hate the most sounds like this. I see right through. Transparent and translucent. Yeah, both. Yep. <laughs> Are those meaningfully different? Do you think? I don't think so. I feel like transparent is 
you can essentially see entirely through it. Whereas translucent is you can see through it, but you can also like see You're it Jeffrey Tambor. What? Oh God. You're Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> <laughs> that that guy, uh Yeah, didn't he do something bad on that show? Didn't he get me tooed or something? Sort of. I don't remember what he did on the set of Transparent, but I do know that he was shitty on the set of Arrested Development and yelled at Jessica Walter uh, in a way that oh, no. in a way that she's well, okay, she's a fucking national treasure, okay, but in a way that she's yeah. never been treated in her entire career in showbiz. She's like you know fifty, sixty years. Um, she she says this in like the interview. She says like, you know, I haven't been treated like that in my six fifty or sixty year career or whatever. It's like really awful. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And she's probably like the best part of that show too. Like she's so good. Yeah. She's really good. She's also fantastic on Archer. Oh yeah. I've watched some of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That new season of uh, Arrested Development is not very good. I got really bored. I did. I didn't bother. I didn't watch the other new season either. So yeah, I watched the recut version of that and it was slightly better. Terry Crews is in it. Um, there's like some, you know, some extra cast that shows up that's pretty good but overall it's just like not very good hey do you, do you know what i i think i did like pretty well it's been a while since i watched it but uh lady dynamite oh i got halfway that's through the from first episode. Uh, some that's that's from some arrested development makers is it or so, some of the writers i think oh, i made mean lady dynamite maria bamford it feels very was similar on the fourth it's... season of arrested development oh, i forgot about that yep I like that. I like that show pretty well, though. Okay, I think, it's, I think she's really good. Yeah, I was, and interesting. I don't know. She's off-putting enough that I have a hard time watching her. I mean, yeah, that's sort of her, <laughs> sort of her shtick. Yeah, in small doses, I feel like it's much funnier. Like when she has guested on Tim and Eric a few times, I'm just like, okay, I can handle yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I can make it through. I can. I can do this. Um. What other things should we talk about on this mixtape? Well, uh, a recurring um, segment is T-Pain's best and worst attitudes, postures, and ideas regarding women. Oh, right. And uh, I, th- I think there, there's this like, I mean, you've already mentioned some things, but there's this part in uh, the song, Why Don't We? And the whole song is just like, why don't we, we already had sex, why don't we fuck? <laughs> like, it's this sort of next level yeah. And uh I feel like what he means by that is like let me like just sort of um kind of sexually devour you and it's that like aggressive sex yeah. masculine thing that that he does. And uh yeah, did you uh no, I didn't prepare a sample, but I'm just going to read I some can, I can do a sample of the lovely song lyrics. so at least people can get a Okay, taste. yeah. Yeah. You got me all stuck. Yeah. So So verse two, I ain't trying to be rude. I just want to be a dude and want to get it popping. So just a lot of stuff to unpack there. Mm-hmm. Um just don't be rude. And you do, there's a lot of ways to be sexy and get to have sex without being uh, a dude, whatever that means to you. But I feel like you're you're like 
saying some sort of boys will be boys thing about yourself. Yeah, it's like, you know, hey, like he just wants to fuck. I'm just, it's just toxic masculinity, but you know, I was born that yeah. way or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then uh, he says, because once I start, shit, I ain't never going to stop it. That's not good. Yeah. You <laughs> like, shouldn't do, say that or do that because, you know, if someone says yeah. stop, that's, you should stop. That's why they invented safe yeah. words. Uh, if it's all about the motion in the ocean, then girl, I'm gonna have your boat rocking. Whatever. That's fine. Um, <laughs> you're just not having it. <laughs> and then, uh, when you put on your lotion, I'm hoping that you turn around and drop it for me. Drop the lotion? It's like a, yeah. Like a oh. dro- drop the soap oh, kind of really? thing. Oh, for, yeah, I think that's what he's saying. Oh, I was, I was just joking just now, but. For I, I thought it was like disconnected, like drop it as in your booty or something. Drop it like it's hot. No, but I guess drop it, could it be. like it's hot just to practically get the lotion. Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't know if he's planning on just like looking at her or if he's just that's when he's gonna, you know, uh, leap, Ugh. make his move, Ugh. but pounce. Yeah, it's like it's like, it's like an um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, all lady thinkers, write in. Let us know. It, is this how off-putting is this stuff um, from T Pain? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm so out of touch with women, <laughs> but it seems bad to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can kind of go along with some of what the chorus is saying. He says, uh, "Shorty, we already had sex," and he says, "Like, uh, didn't they say we all also made love or something?" And I was like, "Why don't we just fuck?" I'm like, I, I can get on board with the idea that those are all different things. It reminds me of the yeah. end of Eyes Wide Shut. Do you remember? Do you remember? That? Did you ever see that movie? No. Oh, that movie's so good. Um, but if I remember right, uh, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman are in it, and Tom Cruise is going on this weird, wacky adventure, whatever. And his wife is <laughs> mostly left out of it, but he's also like kind of obsessing over her and her sexual fantasies throughout the film. And I think through most of the film, either she or he refers to sex in like these very romanticized, like, oh, let's make love or something. And then at the end, after they've been through so much in this journey of relationship, she like turns to him and says, I do love you and you know there is something very important we need to do as soon as possible. And he says, what's that? And she says, fuck. And that's yeah. the end of the movie. <laughs> ah. That, it's like... Spoiler alert. Uh, you, for a 20-year-old movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, spoilers for this 20-year-old movie, I guess. That movie's great. It's totally ruined for me. Yeah. Uh, that's Kubrick? Yes. All right. I'll watch it. You you'd better. <laughs> okay. Um. What other songs should we talk about? Um. Oh, can I get? You want to talk about can I get? Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of sound samples for this one. So this is a song about getting drunk. This is the Daft Punk one. Yes. Salty, salty rim job. Yeah. <laughs> Turn and cough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's fun. It's a fun song. That part's fun. 
But this song has two notable shitty parts. One is the stupidest fucking bridge I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I mean, just to- just like setting aside that you shouldn't celebrate alcoholism or people identifying as alcoholics or whatever. It's just sounds bad and is repetitive and stupid. And I hate it. So that part. Yeah. And it shows up a couple times throughout the song, too. Ugh. Um, but probably even worse is Pitbull showing up. Have you? Oh, uh, man. What are your thoughts on Pitbull in general? Because I didn't mind him up until we started hearing him appear on T-Pain's stuff. Yeah, because we heard a little... We, we've talked about him before on the show, before T-Pain, I think. Did we? Yeah, he's come up. I'd only ever listened to like one of his um, songs. There's the one about having sex with women all over the world or something. Uh, well, he did um, He did the theme song for Mission... Uh, Mission no, sorry. <laughs> Men in Black 3. <laughs> he did the theme song for Mission uh, Impossible 3. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Men in Black 3. Because um, um, Will Smith didn't, I guess, want to do another another Men in Black rap. Yeah. So Pitbull did it. Yep. Was it was it fine? That's all. <sighs> I mean, I just wanted a silly, fun rap. Uh, there's there's a uh, on the Weekly Planet, which is one of my favorite podcasts. I don't know if they came up with this or if they just referenced it, but they talk about uh, the pursuit of rappiness, um, <laughs> which is just Very like good. a uh, it's this idea of it would be a project. Um, where Will Smith does a rap uh, for every movie that he's ever been in. <laughs> and he like describes the. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah it'd be really funny. <laughs> I robot bright um, after. Wait, what's the one with his son? Is it after earth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite uh, flop house episodes. Uh, um, so yeah, I'm starting to hate Pitbull. Uh, because whenever he shows up, he just, I don't know. I feel like he's really leaning into this, like really shitty, like machismo kind of thing. And it's like extremely puffed up and braggadocious. And he's just got like this audible shit eating grin on his face as he's saying these lines and he's smirking and he's like chortling through it. I mean, you'll hear it here in this one. I just it turns out I hate it when people do that. I, I hated it when T Pain or it's fuck. I almost said T Wayne, Lil but then Wayne. I, said, I corrected to T Wayne, but it's actually Lil Wayne when he did that. I was like, man, fuck that. You know who I do like when they laugh? Or Is like sound like they're smiling. Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. You love that Chance guy. Chance the Rapper. I've, ne- I've still never listened I to him. I do. I, you love him so much. I think Why he's charming. I, I mean, I don't know. We're both young. Got whole lives ahead of us. That's true. Uh, yeah. I think it's a... I think it's a bold move to um, de- decide to laugh in your art. Um, like and say that you're having a good time because it's directly challenging um, someone if they're not. It's sort of a gamble, you know. It's like uh, it's like you ever listen to Pete Hol- any of Pete Holmes' 
stuff, like if he's on a podcast or his podcast, like he's constantly making jokes and laughing at his own jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's like most of his comedy uh, is enjoying himself. And he talks about it. And it's sort of like, uh, yeah, it's like sort of a gamble because that could be really off putting to some people who are like, how dare you laugh at this? This isn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you pretend to be charming or be charmed by yourself i'm not charmed by you oh, that's but uh, yeah I, I agree yeah yeah Pit- how dare you people and uh i mean i don't think little wayne is trying to be charming i think he's just like a fucking fucking clown of grease. <laughs> yeah <laughs> just uh i mean i don't really know how he looks he probably looks fine but like he sounds greasy like I'd really have to scrub to get to get Lil Wayne out of me Ew. if we fucked. Yeah. I don't want to think about that. I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair and my body. <laughs> uh, they have kits for that. And every orifice. Okay. Um let's talk about a different song that's not shitty and annoying. Uh, should we talk about the song Supper Time? <laughs> this is such a weird song because it is. I think it's maybe of, the worst song. It's sort of a cover from um, Little Shop of Horrors. What? Yeah. Did you not know that? I didn't remember it. Oh, yeah. There's a song called either Supper Time or It's Supper Time. And that's uh, what the music and the background vo- vocals and stuff come from. Oh, how strange. And that like piano figure. Is this the, the song that the plant sings? Um, no, the Greek chorus of back background vocalists sings it as oh, the plant strange. is like pulling in people to eat, I think. I like that. I like that show. Uh, so he, sing, uh, he says, ooh, sing it Barbie girl in this song. Oh, yeah, it's Apropos weird. of nothing, Life right? Life in plastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. And yeah, uh, what is this song about? Because it kind of feels like I, it kind of feels like he is waiting for this dude to come swing by his house and start cheating with his woman so that he can kill this dude and eat him or something. <sighs> no, yeah, because he's does mm, he talking? Does he talk about having binoculars? At some point, because the the lyrics are all wrong on the geni- on the genius, but I think at some point he talks about having binocular binoculars and like watching them fuck. Mm. Yeah, it's all up under you now, all up in my house. Yeah, I don't know when, don't know he how. Says, you says because I, I can't find out. nothing right with your bump and grind. Yeah. So I guess he's not into I it. Think it's supper time. So he's gonna yeah, he's gonna eat him. Eat this dude. So that's yum, weird. Yum, yum. Yeah, um, it's not good optics, T Pain. Nope. You don't want to come across as a <laughs> <laughs> as a cannibal. No, that's one of the least politically uh, correct things you could you could say. <laughs> Even in the age of 2018, where people are being openly racist and getting away with it, like people still don't want to be cannibals. Yeah, it's true. Even when Nazis are getting praised and saying that there's fine people on that side, like. I just don't like that he's normalizing cam- cannibalism. <laughs> I don't think that's what we need right now. Yeah. 
It's the obvious next step in this slippery slope. <laughs> cannibalism. First they came for the Nazis and I said nothing because I wasn't a Nazi. Then they came for the cannibals and I said nothing because I wasn't a cannibal. <laughs> Where will it end? Uh, Let's talk about the song Wool Over My Eyes. I referred to this earlier as a soul song and you'll hear it in the intro. love that i i had such a weird experience like listening to the beginning of that because i don't think t-pain's ever done a song in six eight time really before and i just assumed that when I was listening to that, that, you know, I was counting it in groups of two. And so I was like, whoa, what's the like pocket on this song? Like <laughs> the phrasing is so strange. And I was like, oh, it's a six, eight soul song. That's what's going on. Ah, so, I see. But yeah, I just like, it was sort of disorienting until it, until it came in. I was like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. start it over. <laughs> so this song is not only a, a soul song in the style of old soul songs there are lots of references to old soul songs too in the lyrics he says and mama told me there'd be days like this referencing the song by the Shirelles I think it's called mama told me um, and then also he says later she's got my heart my mind my body and my soul and all hmm. and I heard through the grapevine she's working on the rest of me good god it's <laughs> actually pretty funny I didn't process those lyrics till just now uh yeah <laughs> which parts is he referring to what his microbiome oh, yeah. that's what he's talking about his bowels so wait if it's not his heart his mind it. his body and soul and all what's the rest what is there left his third eye his is he astral projecting is he um <laughs> has he got galaxy brain like what's going on Maybe it's like his sliding doors, like alternate realities, versions of himself. Mm, he's got multiple personalities. It's a real Shyamalan split. You ever been to Split? Can't wait for that one. Split's a nice town <laughs> in Croatia. Hmm? Split, it's a town called Splitsburg? Split. Split? Split? Split. Split. It's in Croatia. It's lovely. Diocletian out of palace there. You know I've never been to Croatia. <laughs> Do I know that? Do I know that for sure? Yeah. A thriving old time scene out there. I assume. Uh, <laughs> I can only assume. <laughs> That's where all my listeners are. Just Croatia. I've 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 seen no evidence to the contrary, so therefore I have no choice but to believe it. Yeah. The burden of, of proof is on me. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um I feel like I'm mostly done talking about this mixtape. Do you have any more stuff you want to say? Well, um yeah. Let's talk about, I think maybe the best song is the song Going Off. You want to talk, talk about the song Going Off? Going Off. Oh, it's okay, I guess. Uh, so this song is about like how sort of in demand uh, T-Pain is and how often his phone is making noise. And the entire time there's the iPhone marimba. Yeah, um, he samples it. Uh, ringtone playing. And I think it's, yeah, I think it's really fun. I think he chops and screws that sample a little bit. He the does, yeah. Notes, he Which repeats I, it. I also enjoy. Yeah. 
deca 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 da 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 deca 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 yeah yeah good stuff um yeah this song's okay I, it's, some of these some of these lines are pretty fun like 7:45 on a weekday I can rent a G5 with a week's pay. I'd be dizzy. I'd be stressing. Leave a message with my butlers, Benjamin or Felipe. Why? Why Felipe? Like Benjamin, it's I get because like, he's got money, but Felipe. I think it's just like a fun rhyme. <laughs> it's just, just. He's just like doing some world building. <laughs> Words. If I ain't got your number locked in, you can be expecting a text that say "Who dis?" Mm. Uh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's just like a, a fun bragging song that's not taking itself too seriously, and uh, I, I appreciate the lightness of yeah, it. Yeah, it's the unbearable lightness of T-Pain here, because um, I feel like I listened to this, and I listened to the hook, and I was like, mm, uh, the pain doth protest too much, methinks, because he says this. Motherfucking important, man, my shit be going on. I do really like that moment where he, he says what it do and he got the background vocal yeah. like what it do that is pretty great but like it opens with the lines man my shit be going off super early in the morning I never felt so motherfucking important everybody want to see me they call me and they text me then they tweet me it's like uh, I don't know he gets pretty defensive in other parts of this album for getting forgotten and yeah. like not credited enough and stuff so it's like mm, Right. I don't know, T Pain. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you did you ever meet um T Pain? My friend uh JL, JL Chambers. Mm, does not sound familiar, no. He he went he went to George Fox with us and um uh he was at that summer camp that Becca and I taught at. Oh. Or it worked at. Uh-huh. But uh he actually lives in he's been living in Philly. I'm just like doxing JL right now. Um he li- he's lived in Philly for like four or five years and I've just like we've never run into each other. Oh. <laughs> uh it's really weird cuz like we were like really good friends for a minute. Anyway, he was ba- <laughs> he's basically like my first like black friend. Um and he would he would say like what it do Cameron and I'd be like so, sorry he's <laughs> like what it do and then he just like laugh at me at like how there's just like just so thoroughly unprepared i was for any sort of <laughs> black vernacular just like what are you talking about <laughs> and now i think it's like one of the greatest sayings i've ever heard uh but uh, i was too young i didn't know i was too oregonian yep too. Now, now, now that I've lived in Philadelphia for seven years, I thoroughly appreciate it. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> a good phrase. Yeah, I, I think this is. I think the song's really fun, um, and uh, I like the headcanon of like, okay, T Pain actually is successful, and he does a lot of collaborating and stuff, and he gets the hate. The haters get him down, but like maybe disproportionately so, mm-hmm. like maybe this is a song about him owning and like him owning his confidence and feeling confidence and like T-Pain's confidence, not being a objective thing, but a subjective thing. And Mm. that's how I sort of interacted with this song. So if it's subjective, then he's hot and cold about it because let's talk about the song hangups and how ultra defensive he gets in this one. 
Um, this is yep. what the song sounds like. It's kind of hard not to be a bitch when everybody trying to fuck you. They use you when they need you. They do their best to duck you. But since nobody called to answer emails, tell them to kiss my ass and spam me the fucking details. Right there. No one uh, answers his yeah. emails. So kiss his ass and spare him the fucking details. Like, hmm, is, is your shit going off or is nobody answering your calls or emails? Which one is? Which yes, one is you it? caught him. Yeah. You caught him. Um, He's a dirty liar, <laughs> and your de- your detective hunt got on him. the case nailed him. We got him right where we want him. Um, it, it does have some very good opening lines. It's kind of hard not to be a dick, but y'all these pussies around here they looking for the shit. That's that's kind of fun. Maybe I don't. I'm starting to doubt, doubt it now. Um, <laughs> but that was verse two that we heard where he says it's kind of hard not to be a bitch when everybody trying to fuck you and. That's not great. Yeah. Not really into that. I put in all the work and you get in all the attention. And when they do their speeches, T-Pain, they never mention. Yep. Uh, that's how N-words automatically get on my shit list. So in conclusion, I'm actually a nice dude. <laughs> and to my real fans, excuse my shitty attitude. Mm-hmm. I kind of appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that last bit, like, to my real fans, excuse my shitty attitude. Well, okay. okay. Yeah. Um. Well, I appreciate that, T-Pain, because... I do like you, and I don't. I don't enjoy when you vent at we me. We like like you, or she would vent to someone yes. else, so that we can keep making your shit pop off or go off or however you said it. We're gonna keep calling you and texting you. Um, yeah, he has. It, it's in in the second or third verse. He has these lines. Plus, these n words thought they finally got T Pain to chuck the deuces, whatever that means. Here they walk into my studio and play their fucking music. I play what I've been doing. They tell me it's fucking stupid. Then they leave and tell their security I'm fucking losing. And all them young fire beats was too fucking confusing. They can't keep up with me. I'm classified as a nuisance. And next time that I see them, they say they got new and newer shit, but they sound just like the shit I showed them the first time with way less music and way worse rhyme. So this is my farewell. I'm sorry for the fallout. I'm cutting my phone off. I bet you N-words call now. Which is just like yeah. such a passive aggressive, like um, juvenile, like fantasy. Like I'm gonna turn my phone off. Then, then you you will try to call and you won't even be able to. And then you'll be sorry. Yeah, it's uh, not a good look. Nope. <laughs> so that I think that's the most defensive T Pain gets on this mixtape. Yep. Yes. Okay. Uh, what is the best song? Do you think? Uh, I mean, okay. So I, I really like going off, um, you know, in a vacuum at least. Uh, I also, I appreciate hole in my pocket. Um, cause I got one hole in my, hole my pocket pockets. and the other one is given a peace sign. <laughs> Wait, the other hole is given a peace sign. <laughs> it's flicking a cigarette. Yeah. Um, hole, hole in my pocket is, if I remember right, it's a, it's a song about, um, uh, hustling and um the the perils of of hustling on the street um and how you get money really fast and uh if you get money really fast it's hard to hold on to it and then maybe it's not uh, dependable specifically in the in the bridge t-pain says uh, nine to five just went to hell every cousin i got is in jail i know i gotta do better 
time to get off my ass, get this money, but not too fast, because I know that it's so possible to burn a hole in my pocket. Mm -hmm. So I I thought that that was like a, this song is sort of like a vulnerable um, and uh, affecting Um, song about... um, I didn't feel like that was T-Pain. I felt like that was kind of a character, because he gets these rapsters in the verses to come and just talk about how they're struggling and stuff. And it doesn't really feel like a confessional song about T-Pain not being good with money after fame. It just kind of feels like a story that they're collaboratively telling about this character who is struggling the working class life. Uh, yeah, that's what I think too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't necessarily mind that. I just, I've had some friends who have like, um, hustled before, Mm -hmm. Um, or sold drugs and it was like really hard to get out of because working at least in this country is just so um so prohibitive so prohibitive <laughs> like it's just like uh it costs so much money to live mm-hmm. and you get paid so little mm-hmm. um unless you have like a really good job and uh it's like yeah why wouldn't you just like do just something to <laughs> like not have to work as hard or to feel more ownership and more control over, you know, and it's an illusion obviously. And it's like really dangerous to sell drugs, but yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I appreciated the song. I thought it was a, a good and empathic, um, uh, sort of little snapshot. Mm. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really like it that much. I mean, it's not like I disliked it. I, it's not like I disliked it. It's just, I didn't, you know, really think it was, close to the best song i really enjoyed the soul song wool over my eyes i thought that was really fun and like it was really cool hearing t-pain do that and i've never heard a soul song use autotune before yeah yeah i think that's probably like musically like probably one of the best songs just because it's like an actual band yeah (laughs) (laughs) playing and it sounds great yep um worst song I mean, yeah, supper time's weird. <laughs> it's just, it's just inexplicable, and I hate that about it. But uh, I, I feel like you, you think hangups is the worst. It's pretty one. bad. I also really don't. It's just because how defensive yeah. it is. Um, there's also In... some really just like you know the way he treats women. Um, he there's a couple songs we didn't talk about that are pretty bad. There's one called "Let You Go," uh, which is about T Pain cheating with this woman and. And he's like, he, he, T-Pain says, I belong to a better girl. She ain't home. So come rock my world. Cause I missed the way we did it. And you know, you do too. So pay that old flame a visit. Let's do what we do. So he's like, yeah, you know, going to fuck his ex. Cause his better girl isn't around. So, uh. um, also there's a song called monster mash, which is <laughs> really weird. I'll play a sound sample of it. <laughs> such a weird song yeah but it's it's like creepy and rapey too he says i've been a werewolf the living dead but i won't reach your girl as she given head the loch ness godzilla she's screaming in my bed but you cannot hear her she terrified 
stupid lady she want to run, but that nouveau got her too sedated. So you, you uh, can hate it if yeah. you want to. Like, what the fuck? He's literally like talking about raping her. Like, that's what he's talking about, right? Yeah. Or eating her. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's a monster. He did the monster mash. It was a racist did you, smash. Uh, you didn't buy any. <laughs> God. Click, click. Did you did you watch King uh, Kong Island? <laughs> King Kong Island? It's just called Kong Island it's or called something. Kong I forget. Skull Island. That's what that it was. That great. I did watch it on a plane. Yeah, it's, it's really great. funny. John C. Riley's yeah. in it. But there's there's the first, I think it's the first scene where they see, or one of the first scenes where they see King Kong. They're just like watching him in this river and he gets attacked by uh, a giant uh, octopus. Mm-hmm. And then he like uh, snaps it and kills it. And then he's just like uh, munching on these huge tentacles and just eating it raw. And it's hilarious. That's <laughs> pretty great. He's got some calamari. He's just like, yeah, he's like, it's just having a little munch. I want a munch. Yeah, it's 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 super cute. Squid. Hey, it's uh, a munch squid. Should everyone, we go to the it's genius a podcast within a podcast <laughs> where we talk about giant gorillas eating raw calamari. Uh, munch squid. I thought that was pretty clever. Okay, it's very uh, good. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, I'm ready to be done. Should we go to the genius? <laughs> what? <laughs> Can we go to the genius real yeah, quick? Yeah, let's go to the genius. All right, so there's this uh so there's a song called Mind Fucked and um oh, that song sucks. It's just like inscrutable and um fortunately there was uh, a genius to uh, help to us through it for you. So yeah, just screwed it. Help us screw. <laughs> I need a screw. Hello, I was thinking about you. And then uh A can escape uh says Probably, probably sending a text to the girl, telling her she was on his mind. Uh, okay, whoa. great. Thank mind you. blown. Mind fucked. Uh, <laughs> next line is, "What are you? Uh, what you're doing? Ain't it rain? Ain't it raining out there?" And then uh, Aiken Escape says, "Whatever she is doing, she must be outside because it's raining." <laughs> what? Uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> the next line. Yeah, because I'm on the other side of town, and I was thinking about taking a ride on down to come and see you. And Aiken Escape says, he know it was raining because he is on the other side of the city, and it's raining there, too. <laughs> so, just like a lot of care put into this close read of this song. Uh, we go on, um, girl, I know it's been two weeks, and I got you feeling like you've been new me. Hmm. Um. And uh, Aiken Escape says, they've been talking for two weeks, and he mad her feel like she knew him longer than two weeks. Wow. Mm. Wow. Oh, that's what the truth do. He has been, he has told her nothing but the truth, and she feels like he, like, like he been in her life for a long time. And then uh, the last little bit of insight is for these lyrics. Don't try to put up the walls I see through you. And uh, Aiken Escape says she protecting herself because she has been hurt before, but he can see right through her. <laughs> so he just misses so, out on the uh, whole Escape like, wall did a, thing. <laughs> yeah, Aiken Escape has done us the done us the courtesy of um, of explaining uh, T Pain's words with what better than T Pain's own words? 
Thank you. I can escape. You truly are a, a lyrics rap genius. A true, true genius. Yeah. Wow. Very good. Uh, we could go to the Amazon real quick, but there's not really anything there because this is a mixtape and not actually commercially sold. Not ready for sale, yeah. There's no, not really any Crytunes. There's not a lot of reviews from customers. I did look at some YouTube comments, but didn't find anything funny. Uh, I did see there's one review on Amazon. I don't know how this mixtape got on Amazon, but Jerry West gives it one star and says, did not like the CDA and wish I could exchange it. And then he writes, I thought the CD had the song Up Down on it. I'm very disappointed with the CD and wish I could return it or exchange it. So, whatever, Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Gerald. Gerald. Geraldine. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about T-Pain's last studio album, 2017's Oblivion. Uh, and then after that is, oh, wait. Are we, are we talking Cruise. about T. Wayne first, or? I don't remember. Yes, T-Pain discography. I mean, not that I necessarily have to find out right now to announce it, because everyone can just wait till next week. Um, T-Pain. Oblivion, T. Wayne. Yeah, oh, it's T. Wayne next, actually. It's only eight Oh, very songs. good. That's eight songs. Eight Fuck songs. Yeah. <gasps> oh, right. Mini sewed. Yeah, love it. Yep. And then fi- and then we'll finish up with Oblivion. All right. Well, you can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Tweet us at Tobias Podcast. Um, you can write us a review on iTunes. That would be very helpful if you wouldn't mind. Um, you can listen to Cameron's other podcast, Get Up in the Cool, which is keeping it 100 with its 100th episode yeah. that just came out. Yeah, and I am the guest, and I say all of my very, very deep thoughts. He's got some deep thoughts. And we try to play some of my original tunes that are prohibitively difficult to play, and we do fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, though. Like, It's a great episode. I'm really proud of it. Nice. I haven't listened to it yet. I, I should. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Great. Well, until next week with T. Wayne, I've been Nathan Hunt, and I need a screw. And I've been Cameron DeWitt, and adult baby play is made of star stuff. It is a way for the cosmos to know itself. (laughs) You've been preparing that. You've been saving that up, damn you. I've been listening to ICP again a little bit. I was, so we're, okay, let me back up two steps. So we recorded our bonus episode for Big Money Rustlers, um, and that, I have yet to finish editing it because I've been so busy, but we recorded it like a week and a half ago. But on that episode, we promised that we would release a definitive best of ICP uh, playlist. And Cameron took a crack at compiling one, and then I looked at it and I was like, nah. And I took my own crack at compiling one. And there's very little overlap between the two. <laughs> and I was listening to mine today at work and I was like, yeah, there's some bumping songs on here. There's some real I kinda, clap. I, I kind of couldn't believe some of the songs that you included. Really? Like what? Um, like you put Chicken Hunting on there. I don't remember Chicken Hunting being that good. 
Well, I asked you if I should. And I put remember, it on. I remember Southwest song being like, you you put on like a couple like voodoo like voodoo stuff that was like I thought this I thought we were agreed that that was kind of weird <laughs> that they were like appropriating the voodoo stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, it is. But there's a lot of problematic stuff in ICP. Yeah, I did forget about Headless Boogie. Yeah. And I'm glad you included hey, that yo, one. Hey, yo, I heard that you died. Fuck that. It's time to get live. <laughs> <laughs> that song rules. Zombie Slide is basically the same song. Um, yeah. In Your Face is pretty great. I just... Yeah, I forgot about that yeah, one. Yeah, I put the, the... the I found out, going back to ICP, the, the, the parts of them that I was most compelled by were when they really leaned into the whole circus wicked clown vibe. So like yeah. all the, all the uh, like Calliope music songs, I was like, yeah, oh yeah, this is cool. I like this. And when they become like this weird, is cool and good, yeah, <laughs> this is cool and good and being nice and being this funny is objectively and great. quality, yeah. And when they like get into their weird like youth pastor preachy thing, I'm just like, no, I'm not into this. I mean, you did include Where's God, <laughs> but that's like the opposite of youth youth pastor preachiness. That's like the the one time where they I question guess God. Right. I guess you're right. Yeah. So I, I like, <laughs> fuck, I'm being like a weird hipster with ICP. Yeah. I like their old stuff, you know, before they got all popular <laughs> and mainstream, you know, but it's true. Hey, another, another, uh, get up in the cool listener, um, just reached out to me and he was just like, Hey, I just, uh, I just found out that you had a podcast where you review all of ICP songs. And, uh, I listened to the great Malenko a lot my sophomore Ooh. year i'm ashamed to say is what he said <laughs> <laughs> and i'm excited to get into that so i was Aww. like all right nice yeah that's great well that, welcome. Uh, good old, old old time and uh horror core venn mm-hmm. diagram there's a slight yeah. overlap yeah we should listen to isham or i should or something i don't know horror core he's like one of the inventors Welcome to Think Outside the Box Set. Oh, shit. We're going to cut this all out and put it in like a post roll. All right. <laughs>